church because I love the vision that it's all about um, the lost and not about me and just about reaching the lost at any cost. Just the people. It's amazing when you come here, just the love that you feel from everybody that you walk in. I don't feel like I'm another number. I feel like there are people that are here that genuinely care about me and are glad to see me every Sunday. First time that we came here, I felt so welcome and I said, this is the place that I want to be. I love People's Church because they keep it real no matter what. Even after you're just getting baptized, um, whether you're coming in as you are, whether you've been a Christian all your life, you know, they accept you as you are. I've grown a lot closer to the Lord. I've grown a lot closer to my kids and uh, to my family. Um, I've started volunteering where I never had before. And uh, it's all about being used now. I love this church because God is just really moving here. And uh, the pastor is wonderful. He preaches an awesome message. And the people are super friendly. I love the people. I love the message that uh, Pastor Kuhl uh, talks about. It's actually really heartfelt. I can actually feel it. It's not something that I can overlook. It's something that I actually, I actually understand. People's Church has been great for my family. For the first time in my life, all of my family members belong to People's Church. It has impacted them spiritually. It has brought us closer together. It's been great. It's been great. I love my church because it feels like home to me. I've never really gone to church. I went to church off and on, but once I got here, I was here. I mean, I've been here every week since. I feel welcome here, and I feel like this is where God wants me to be. One of my favorite things about People's Church are the friends that I've made here. Just amazing friends that I just really couldn't find anywhere else. Since I started coming to People's Church, my whole life has transformed, and it's absolutely made an impact on my life. I love People's Church because I feel like everybody can come, doesn't matter what color, nationality you are, and you can come and worship in one place, and you just feel love here. Everyone's welcome, and it's colorless. I love it. I love People's Church because it's not about how big we are, but it's about changing lives, and that's the main goal. Wow. I love my church. I can't believe it, 10-year series is kicking off. I can't believe it's been 10 years. I want to welcome everybody. It's so good to see you at the Oklahoma City campus, at our Midwest City campus, uh, those watching online around the world. So glad to be connecting with you. If you're new to People's Church today, we are one church in two locations. We started a second location in Midwest City, another People's Church that's running 1,200 people or so. We started it last August, and God is blessed it in tremendous, tremendous ways. And man, now we're celebrating 10 years. And, and next week, my wife is going to be joining me. It'll be Mother's Day. We have a special experience. You, you just heard Pastor Brian say, don't be late. Listen, be early next week. I'm just telling you, I'm just te- if you miss the beginning, you're going to miss it. It's going to be an incredible experience. My wife will be joining me. We're going to be talking about where we've come from, where we're going. It's going to be an incredible 10-year celebration. It's actually Mother's Day 10 years ago that People's Church was launched. 
with 65 people. Don't you dare miss next Sunday. Today I want to talk to you as we kick off this series. I want to talk to you about 10 years of life change. 10 years of life change. And we just saw the video, I Love My Church. And can I tell you, I really do love People's Church. I love a lot of things about this church. You know, one of the things that I love about people's church is that everybody is welcome. And that's so true. Everybody is welcome. It doesn't matter the color of your skin, red, yellow, black, or white. You are welcome at people's church. No matter your social or economic status, you're welcome at people's church. No matter where you come from, no matter your background, you're welcome at people's church. No matter how old you are or how young you are, you are welcome at people's church. This is a place of diversity that everybody is welcome. And I love that about our church. One of the things that I love about our church is that we care about kids and teenagers. Man, we invest a great amount into our kids' ministry and our youth ministry. We believe that kids and teenagers deserve the best. They need to know the gospel. They need to be cared for. They need to be poured into. And I love the fact that we invest greatly in the next generation. You know what else I love about this church? I love that the focus is on Jesus. The focus is on Jesus. The focus is not on a denomination. It's on Jesus. I don't care what denomination you come from or or if you don't ever have had a denomination. It doesn't matter to us. The focus is on Jesus. I'm glad it's not on politics. It doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democratic or or Independent. Makes us no difference. At this church, the focus is on Jesus. And I always dreamed about starting a church where the sole focus was on lifting up the name of Jesus. I love this church because the focus is on Jesus, not a person, not a, uh, not, not, not a single pastor, not a particular leader. Not, it's all about Jesus. But you know what I love most about this church? What I love most is that lives are being changed on a continual basis. There is more change live, lives, more change lives happening all the time. I love that about our church, that lives are being changed, that Jesus is transforming hearts and lives. I love that about our church. More than anything else, people's church is all about more changed lives. I want to share two thoughts with you today as we talk about 10 years of life change. And the first thought that I want to share with you about life change and what I love about this church is is we love seeing people far from God experience God's forgiveness. Let me say that again. We love seeing people far from God experience God's forgiveness. And friends, can, can I tell you, can I tell you this, that God is all about seeing lost people reached. I don't want you to to miss this. This is so key to understand the heart of God, to understand what's on the mind of God. God, he is all about seeing lost people reached. The Bible says in Luke chapter 19 and verse number 10, it says, for the son of man, talking about Jesus, the son of God, the son of man came to seek and to save what was lost. You see, friends, the very reason Jesus came He left heaven and came to earth. He left perfection and came to imperfection on this earth. The only reason that he came was for broken people, was for messed up people, was for hurting people, 
was for jacked up people. You know, rarely, you know, when you see somebody do something good for a good person or a nice person, they lay down their life for a nice person. But, but Jesus laid down his life and he left heaven. He left his father for messed up people, jacked up people. That is why Jesus came. That's his passion is to reach lost and broken and hurting humanity. And friends, because Jesus' greatest passion is for lost people to be saved and to reach the lost people, that's our greatest passion as a church. We are passionate about reaching people who are far from God. Here's what I want you to understand. When we started People's Church 10 years ago, we didn't start People's Church to be like every other church in Oklahoma City. You see, Oklahoma City has a lot of churches. You can just drive around and you can see a lot of churches. And so we didn't start People's Church to be like every other church. We started People's Church to be a different kind of church. You see, Oklahoma City didn't need another church. It needed a different kind of church. And please understand me when I say that I love the churches in Oklahoma City. We're not talking about we're any better because we're no better than any other church. We may have a little different focus, but we're no better. We're just different. We're not better. We're just different. You see, the call upon this church is to do anything short of sin to reach people who are far from God. If you're new with us, maybe you've been only coming a month or two, and you say, what's the heartbeat of this church? We want to reach people who are far from God. Just like Jesus came, his main focus was to seek and save that which, is, that, that which is lost, that's what we're all about. And we'll do anything short of sin to reach people with the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, that's why we have days like having Rev Run come to People's Church, a celebrity who has given his life to Jesus Christ. Say, Pastor, why would a church do that? Because we'll do anything short of sin to reach people with the good news of Jesus Christ. You see, the Sunday before Easter, we put crosses at both campuses and at both campuses at the end of the sermon, we all came down and we knelt names to the cross. And we prayed all week. We fasted. We sought God. And we had an incredible experience. We had poetry and special song. And, and we, we had a special experience. And then the week after that, we had Rev Run come. And, and, and what a great time we had. We had almost 8,000 for Easter. Between eight and 9,000 people show up for, for Rev Run. And, and, and then the week after that, we had another, uh, besides Easter and Rev Run, another record-setting attendance day. And can I tell you, in those three weeks, well, we gave away that last week. We gave away prizes and flat screen TVs and all, a couple of thousand worth of prizes. Can I tell you, in those three weeks, this church saw over 1,100 people give their life to Jesus Christ. That is unbelievable. We'll do anything short of sin because we believe that God wants everybody to be reached. He wants everybody to be saved. And the amazing thing, people search, hear me, hear your pastor. I don't ever want us to take this for granted. Every single Sunday, people give their lives to Jesus Christ. Every Sunday, every Sunday, somebody crosses the line of faith. Every Sunday, somebody is on their way to hell, and now they've been saved, and now they're on their way to heaven. Every Sunday, and not only every Sunday is somebody saved, but 99 out of 100 times, 
People are saved in every single service. At both campuses, at Oklahoma City campus, at our, at our Midwest City campus, 99 out of 100 times in every service, somebody is saved. Friends, that's what this church is all about. We're snatching people out of hell, and they're on their way to heaven, and we'll do anything short of sin to reach people with the good news of Jesus Christ. And friends, one of the things I admire about Jesus is he let people belong before they believed. He let people belong before they believed. The Bible says this in Matthew chapter number 9 and verse number 11. It says, when the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples. Now, what they saw was Jesus was hanging out with sinners. He was hanging out with lost people. And the Bible says they asked his disciples. In other words, what they were really doing is they were questioning. They were criticizing because they saw this supposed to be holy God, this, this holy man of God, the son of God, and he's hanging out in their mind. This is the son of God hanging out with sinners, hanging out with law. We thought he was holy. We thought this is supposed to be the son of God, that there was something special. Why is he hanging out with these sinners? And they asked this question, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? In other words, we see him eating, we think he should be preaching to them. <laughs> We see him eating, but we think he should be condemning them. We, we see him eating, but we think he ought to be on, up on the dining room table, pointing their fing his finger down their nose and preaching the gospel to them. We think he ought to be preaching with them, not eating with them. And, and Jesus responded to, to this questioning, to, to this criticizing in verse 12. And he says, on hearing this, Jesus said, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. Wow. What a profound statement from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. You want to know why I'm eating with sinners and lost people? Because that's why I came. I didn't come for healthy people. I came for sick people. And I will eat with them. I will fellowship with them. I will talk to them. I will get into their world. I will love them. I will let people belong before they believe. And it goes on to say in verse number 13, but go and learn what this means. You religious people, you Pharisees who are criticizing it. Why is this Jesus hanging out with sinners and eating with, eating with them and having fellowship with them? And Jesus says, go learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. You can go beat your body for the cause of Christ and cut your wrist and, and jump up and down for Jesus. He says, listen, I'm not requiring sacrifice more than I am mercy. And you have no mercy on people who are far from God. I desire that you have mercy on people, not sacrifice, for I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And friends, just like Jesus was passionate about letting people belong before they believe, people's church is passionate about allowing people to come and belong before they believe. When I say everybody is welcome, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. If you're here today, no matter what sin you may be in, no matter how far away you may be from God, you may not feel God, you may not know anything about the Bible, you may be living some wild, loose life, you are welcome in this church. And we at this church, People's Church, we will allow you to belong 
before you believe. We'll, we will love you just like you are. And, and, and here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's what, here's what we believe, that we are a hospital. And you know what a hospital does? Just like Jesus said, I, I didn't come for the, the healthy. I came for the sick. At a hospital, who shows up at a hospital? Sick people show up at a hospital. Messed up people show up at a hospital. At a hospital, there's always emergencies, man, and people are running around, and people are getting wheeled around in wheelchairs, and there's beds coming through. People land not in a coma in a bed. And then they're flying through the hospital trying to take care of them. And that's people's church. It's a place where messed up, broken, jacked up people can come. And we will let you belong before you believe. Because we believe at people's church that if you will belong and you'll come and you'll check out the claims of Christ. And you'll sit in these services week after week and you'll hear the preaching of God's word and the Holy Spirit will move upon you doing the worship and the teaching. And you'll feel loved at this place. If you will belong before you believe, eventually you will believe. We believe the Holy Spirit will grab a hold of your life and will change your life. And that's what this church is all about. More changed lives. You know what, people's church? I can show you this way better than I can tell you this. And right now, I want you to see a story of a young lady who started coming to People's Church, and we allow you to come just like you are, and you can belong before you believe, and we believe the power of Jesus Christ will change your life. Check out this video. I was really born into a Christian family. You know, my parents were always setting the example for us. We'd go to church, we were active in church. And my senior year in high school, we had a really, really rough year. My heart was so hardened to my family. I did not care what they said. I was gonna do whatever I wanted to do. A particular person I was with started introducing me to a totally different way of life. It was, you know, it was hustling, there was drug game involved, that it was just a lot of things that were were going on, physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse, just about any other kind of abuse that you could think of. We moved to Texas, and then I got caught up in the um, prostitution, and that went on for, for a while. That's what I did. That was my life. And I was really hurting, but... Um, I didn't really know how to to get out. I left one weekend and completely walked away from everything that I that I had had owned or built up, acquired in my in my house. And, and in September, I, I found out that I was pregnant. The guy that I was with then, our relationship had got really rocky, and. I told him that I was pregnant. That didn't go well at all. He asked me to have an abortion. I've had two abortions before. And I told myself that the next time I get pregnant, whatever the situation is, that I wasn't going to do that. I was under so much stress that I ended up having to go to the emergency room and they told me that um, I was having a miscarriage. I prayed to God. I was like, Lord, if you could just, if you would uh, save this child that I'm carrying, I'll come back to Oklahoma and I'll do what I'm supposed to do. If you just save the child. 
when I went to the doctor, I had to go get another test, and they said, um, you're not miscarrying, you're still very much pregnant. I was like, okay, God's giving you a sign, go home and just do what you're supposed to do. And I came back to Oklahoma. My dad invited me, I think it was in November, he said, I told him, I want you to come with me to church tonight. Okay, and I said, well, where are we going? He said, oh, it's this, this church, you'll like it, it's off of Britain. And I said, okay. They were really friendly, very, 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 very friendly. I felt loved here from the very beginning. Um, I never felt the condemnation. It's always been love. I had been coming to People's Church since 2007, but in 2011, I got distracted ended up meeting someone, just dishonoring God, not honoring God with my body. I didn't feel his favor. Back in February, uh, Pastor Cooper had, was talking about the, the Hook It Up series. There was, there was a, a message that, that he gave and that your spouse or your, your, your helpmate is going to be someone that helps you uh, um, advance God's kingdom or do God's work. Whoever God has for you, He's not going to give you something that you're going to have to compromise his will on. I knew that this was not going to be healthy for me. And, and I asked God, I said, God, if I, could, if I could just get back, if I could just get back to where I was before I, before I, I walked away, if I could just, just, I don't, I don't want anything else. I just want to be in a relationship with you. One thing that I, I admire about Jesus and I love about him is he came to seek and save the lost and I was lost and I'm found and I've been washed white as snow for the people that are trapped in whatever situation that they're in. There's a hope. And if Jesus can save me, I know that he can save them. Come on, Oklahoma City. Midwest City, put your hands together. Let's thank the Lord right now for changed lives. Come on, come on, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. That is what this church is all about. And you know what? There are thousands of stories just like Rachel of Jesus transforming lives through the ministries of People's Church. We are all about more changed lives. You come and belong. You come and hang out in this place. And we believe the power of God will invade your life and change your life. And we'll do anything short of sin to reach people far from God. I want to share a second thing with you, a second thing. Ten years of life change. Ten years of life change. Number two is this. We love seeing people grow in their faith. Grow in their faith. The Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse number 2 and 3, it says, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up. Come on, everybody shout, grow up. Yeah, yeah, come on, both campuses shout, grow up. Yeah, grow up 
in your salvation. That, that's a harsh desire of people's church, that you would grow up in your salvation. Verse 3, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good, now that you've been saved and you tasted God's goodness, that you will now grow up in your salvation. Second Thessalonians chapter 1 and verse 3 says this, we ought always to thank God for you, brothers, and rightly so, because your faith, check this out, check this out, check this out, your faith is growing more and more. That's what people's church is all about. More changed lives. Not only would you come to faith in Christ and have your life forgiven, have your sins forgiven, experience God's mercy and his grace, but our desire is that your faith is growing more and more. And the love, everybody shout love. Come on, come on. Let me, let me hear you loud. Everybody shout love. I want you to catch this. And the love every one of you has for each other is increasing. Did you notice this? This is a biblical principle that when you grow more and more in your faith, do you know how it'll show up? Is that you love people more and more. You see, you can't say you're growing closer to God and hate people. You can't say you're growing closer to God and be evil to people. You see, when you're growing closer to God, the way that it shows up is that your faith, your love for people is increasing more and more and more. And can I tell you, as your pastor, my desire is not only for you to be saved, but that your faith would grow more and more on a daily basis. You see, hear me, hear me, hear me. The Christian life is all about growing in your faith. The Christian life is all about, it's all about growing in your faith. And I love to see it. I love to see you growing in your faith. You know, I, I know a lot of stories around here and I love hearing the stories. Some of you, since you've come to Christ and, and you've been serving God, I've heard about how you've repented of sin and you used to live one way and now you're living a different way. Some of you used to be addicted, and I know stories about people who were addicted to, to, to alcohol, addicted to drugs, addicted to sex, addicted to pornography, and they're set free now by the power of God because you're taking faith steps. You're, you're growing. That's growing in your faith. Some of you, your lives have been completely changed, and, and I know how some of you used to live, and, and now you're living totally different because you're growing more and more in your faith. I, I've seen some of you take faith steps, in, and you used to not come to church faithfully. You know, maybe you used to come once every two months, well, you know, once on a special occasion, and now you're growing in your faith, and you're in church consistently, man, week in and week out. You're in church, man. You're, you're here worshiping and hearing the word of God. Because you know what you're doing? You're growing more and more in your faith. Some of you now are serving in a ministry. You came and it used to be all about you. But man, your faith is growing more and more. Now you're serving in the parking lot or as a greed or as an usher or, 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 or on, on our media team, our worship team. You're serving in the kids ministry, the youth ministry. You're leading a small group. Your, your faith is growing more and more. I love Seeing people take faith steps and their faith is growing more and more. Some of you, you know what? You started tithing. I mean, you started honoring God with your finances and your faith is growing more and more. You're trusting God by returning the tithe and inviting his blessing in your life. And I love that as your pastor because I'm seeing your faith grow more and more. Some of you, it's getting involved in a community group. Because when you had got saved, you had this group of friends. But now you have a whole nother group of friends. And your faith 
is growing more and more. And you know what excites me is that I see many of you growing and you're maturing and you're becoming mature Christians. You're living by the word. You know the word. You're, you're quoting the word. You, you, you're maturing in your faith. You're prospering. You're living a successful life that's honoring God. You're living out your destiny that God has for your life. It's showing up in your relationships, how you treat your spouse. Because listen, when you love God and your faith is growing more and more, you, you love your spouse better. Some of you, I'm seeing how you're loving your kids better. You may not have been a great dad or a great mom, but you're loving your kids better now because your faith is growing more and more. Some of your friends, some of the difficult people in life, because in life you will meet difficult people, but you responded right instead of lashing out and being bitter and trying to get even. Now you're loving difficult people because when your faith is growing more and more, it shows up in the way that you love people. And I love as your pastor seeing your faith grow more and more. I love seeing people experience God's forgiveness. And I love seeing people grow in their faith because it's all about more changed lives and I think about my life can I tell you my journey has been watching my faith grow more and more you see I got saved and we woke a high school in a football locker room through fellowship of Christian athletes meeting and I got saved and you know what happened to me is my faith started growing more and more I was bitter I was angry and my God began to grow my faith I wasn't going to church regularly at the time can I tell you, I got plugged in to a church and we woke up. I started going Sunday morning. I started going Sunday nights to a, a small group. I went to Wednesday night to youth service. I, my faith was growing more and more. Well, you know, one of the most powerful things that I had to do, because when I got saved, I had the wrong group of friends. I was hanging out with the wrong people. And I got into a small group on Sunday nights. And you know what? It's a lonely period for me because I was on fire for, I was on fire for God and before I was living a wild, loose lifestyle, and I had all these friends and, that I had to cut loose and I couldn't hang out with because they would influence me more than I would influence them. And, and I got started going to a small group, and there were lonely times on a Friday night or a Saturday night. I had nothing to do, nobody to hang out with, but my faith was growing more and more as I leaned on the Lord and got in that small group. And we started studying Henry Blackaby's book, Experiencing God, and my faith was growing more and more. I got plugged into the church. I started serving, man. They gave me some opportunities to preach. At 17 years old, I preached my very first sermon to the youth group, man. I'm Faith was growing more and more. I was woke, working at Wewoka Moore's IGA store. And, man, I started tithing and honoring God with the tithe. My faith was growing more and more. You have to understand, I'm where I'm at today because my faith, I kept taking faith steps, and my faith kept growing more and more. And to be honest with you, I'm still not there yet. I'm still growing. I think about when we first started People's Church. I was a lot more short in my leadership. I had some attitude issues. I had things in my own heart that weren't right. But as I've grown in my leadership and allowed the Holy Spirit to work in my life, I'm a better pastor now. I love people more. I, I, I'm more patient with people because my faith is growing more and more. And friends, maybe you're at our Oklahoma City campus. You're, you're at our Midwest City campus. You're watching online around the world. And you say, well, pastor, can, can God really use me and my faith grow more and more. I see you preaching and ministering to thousands of people. Can, can God use me in a powerful way? I mean, you don't know how bad I've messed up. You don't know what I've done. Is there any hope for me to continue to grow spiritually, for God to use me to see more changed lives? Some of you right now, you know what you're thinking? You know what you're thinking? Can God 
really use somebody like me, I want you to check out this video. You are a lost cause. And I refuse to believe that God can change a lie. I am completely certain that my own view of religion is more important than believing in Jesus, the Son of God. I have my priorities straight because my success, income, and popularity are way more important than family, faith, and serving God. I know that I'll be broke, divorced, and spiritually empty. I do not believe that I can make any change in the world or be different from the crowd. In the future, I will travel the broad, comfortable, and normal path. No longer can it be said that my life will count. It will be entirely evident that I am short-sighted, selfish, and solely living for me. It is foolish to presume that I am different and can change the world unless I am willing to believe in something greater than myself, a power that goes beyond all the human or worldly understanding, and look at life from a completely new perspective. I am different and can change the world. It is foolish to presume that I am short-sighted, selfish, and solely living for me. It will be entirely evident that my life will count. No longer can it be said that I will travel the broad, comfortable, and normal path. In the future, I can make change in the world and be different from the crowd. I do not believe that I will be broke and spiritually empty. I know that family, faith, and serving God are way more important than my success, income, and popularity. I have my priority straight because believing in Jesus, the Son of God, is more important than my own view of religion. I am completely certain that God can change a life, and I refuse to believe that you are a lost cause. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You are not a lost cause. God wants to use you as you continue to place your faith in Jesus Christ. God's going to use you more and more. He has a great plan for your life. And can I tell you what it's all about? More changed lives. More changed lives. More changed lives. More changed lives. That's what People's Church is all about. It's been 10 years of life change, and we're just getting started. The best is yet to come, and God's going to use me, and God is going to use you to transform this city, to transform this nation, and to transform this world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. More changed lives.